Hey, welcome to Ender Pursuit. I have a special guest joining me today. First episode I'm doing that, but this is part of the goal that I've set at the beginning of the year. So this is the first of many to come, and I'm hoping to grow this channel even more. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for supporting me. Without further ado, let's just go ahead and get this thing moving. Let's get started. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. I am David Pearson. This is In the Pursuit you're listening to. I'm coming to you live on YouTube, and I'd like to make a special shout out to Spotify for making this podcast possible to be distributed on many platforms. You can listen to this on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or even on Spotify's program that's making this possible, Anchor.fm. You can find my podcast at Anchor.fm slash In the Pursuit, or you can go to InThePursuit.com where you can find this podcast, listen to it, and even offer your support to this podcast if you'd like to. But moving on here, I am—I would like to introduce my guest today. Her name is Kristen Sedal. I invited her to come and join my show, and I asked her on here because she had offered me and my son a pair of glasses. And this isn't just any ordinary pair of glasses. This actually relates to brain health. This is newer, younger technology, and in my family, we're seeing remarkable results already. We'd like to talk about it, and we'd also like to hear Kristen's story and what she would like to share with us. Kristen, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> so before we uh, get moving on, uh, tell me, get, tell me who you are. Tell me about your background and... Um, when you and I were also sitting on down, actually, before I get onto that part right there, tell us who you are and tell, tell us your background. And then I'm going to jump into the other questions here. Yep. So my name is Kristen Sodell. I have been in optical for a little over 10 years. I am a ABO certified as well too. going to become ABOM, which is the masters of a optician. And I have been working at the same practice for the same amount of years, and that would be advanced family eye care. I have a loving husband. I have three animals, and I have a family who highly supports me, not optical, where I actually joined optical due to my mother. So she's been in it since she was about... 16 we won't say how old she is anymore um because she doesn't like to feel old on how many years she's been in optical <laughs> uh she started bringing it home and i highly enjoyed it which detoured me away from my original um career which was to become a latin ballroom dance teacher i enjoy glasses and eyeballs more they're more fascinating and interesting on how an eye works and how your brain works with your eye when you when you talk about eyeballs like that, it, it reminds me when I was in my twenties. Um, so I did a two year mission for my church. Mm -hmm. We were paired up with companions, and uh, so that way we're not going out alone right here. But one of the people who we ran into um, is big into eyeballs, yeah, and uh, big into uh, the health of the eyeballs. And so she offered to do this voodoo eye 
eye checking stuff with us. <laughs> um, and of course, when I when we went to her home, I thought of it as witchcraft. Right. So in my younger 20s, I mean, I'm used to modern medicine. Mm -hmm. And so to come in here and to see this voodoo stuff in someone's home and to actually get eye or not eye care, but uh, health care out of someone's home with some herbs and stuff was new for me. And so I thought of it as witchcraft. <laughs> and she offered to take this, this eye, this piece of glass thing, magnifying glass, should I say, right up to the eyeball. And she said, I can tell you anything about your health. Like, okay. So she looked at my companions for my eyes companions first and everything was just fine. And she said what he enjoyed eating, what he did not. And then she looked at my eyes and she said, you love spicy food. Like I most certainly do. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that uh, she pointed on out is that she took a closer look and then she sat back. She said, you ever had a hernia surgery before a hernia repair? Like, no. And uh, she uh, then said, look, do you know if you ever had a hernia before? Just kept on asking questions on there. And I said, no. Well, she was the first one to tell me I had her hernia. A couple months later, I got sick and kept on coughing really hard and kept on feeling something pop out that shouldn't pop out the stomach. Yeah. Down. Anyways, that was my first taste of eye care in a different light. Yeah. Obviously, I wear glasses uh, just like you. That's that's a little different nothing to do with what you are here about. Uh, but I just thought I would just go ahead and share, share some of that. Uh, what I actually believe now is further. I guess um, I don't look at it as witchcraft anymore, but more enlightening that medicine goes, goes beyond what I was raised with, what uh, I learned about in school. Right. And the eyes is really key um, to the, to the brain. Yes. 100%. Um, so the biggest thing is, I'm more of a question. What do you think vision is? Well, very simple. I, <laughs> vision is, is what I, whatever I look at, my brain will interpret, and that's what I see. Right. So typically a doctor will say in an exam room, what do you want or what's your goal today? Um some do. Uh, I can't say that on all of them, but my doctors love them to death. They're great. Always ask and want to know, what is your goal for the day? Well, a lot of people are like, well, I just want to see 2020. We need to get past that step of just seeing 2020. And that's where we've came into the factor of finding what we call NeuroLens. And that is how we can see past 2020. And it's going into like how your brain works, how your system is. Like, are you getting headaches, tired eyes, dry eyes, stiff neck, dizziness, motion sickness? Like, those are all everyday things that people are like, eh, it's there. Chalk it up. Some women are like, well, I'm a woman. It's there. It happens. They go to tons of doctors. You don't give it a second thought. I mean, no. that's, that's me too. Right. Or you've, let's say, gone to a your PCP and I have chronic headaches all the time. Where are they located at is one thing that we would ask. Someone will be saying, oh, frontal lobe. So they'll say like front of the head or they'll be like, oh, well, they start back here and then move up right at the top of the head. And we're like, OK, normally we'd be like. 
Go see your PCP, see if there's more going on. The more we delve into finding out what we can do to help people, we found and came across what was called NeuroLens. And the NeuroLens is a contoured prism in glasses. You have normal prism that typically helps with like strabismus, TBI patients still too, depends on what type of prism we use. Then you have ones for a lot of people might notice like a lazy eye as well too. This could help improve vision for people who even are just highly symptomatic and not even have a prescription. Or they have a high prescription, always have had symptoms all their life, and just don't know what to do. So typically, we have a patient come in and fill out a lifestyle index, which is how often do you get a headache? Stiffness in neck, shoulders, kind of thing. You you had me and my son. When, when <laughs> yeah. we went to your office, you had me and my son fill that form out Um. And I will admit that was filling out for me was easy. Filling out for my son, of course, was was a challenge right there. I had to ask him and help him understand some of the questions going through that. But yeah. Yeah. So a kid is a lot harder and they're like, well, I don't know, because they're trying to express how they feel and it's different. Like I can tell you, oh, like I got eye pain. Where is it located at? Like where in the eye? Behind the eye, on the eye, the lid. Kids just can be like, eh, it hurts. Okay. Then you got to narrow it down and figure it out more. So trying to figure out and make just the simple life index sheet, that's a hassle in itself, someone would say. Takes a minute to do for someone. Kids, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> they're just going to be off in their own world. They won't care what you say. So you got to base it off of more of what you've noticed or what they've mm -hmm. said to you. But then you got to think, how often have they told me? And that's where things have been missed on part two. So like your son, you have said, um, has had, came in, we tested him. Crazy enough, not a lot of symptoms. So we're like, okay, let's test him anyways. See what happens with your story and his story. It was very interesting to see what would happen. And we got his results. And those results are actually kind of cool to look at. Um, you have a set of eyes. And you have a solid green triangle and a red dotted line. So before you go into that part right yeah. there. So now you're talking about the eye tracking system mm -hmm. right there. There is a specific reason why as to... Um, why we've learned about this here now um if you don't mind me sharing do you mind me sharing like where we met no go right ahead you're fine okay cool so we have the scripture study group that we have uh once a week on wednesday nights uh i met uh Kristen and her parents there at the study group and um she started noticing some of my own behavior of reading uh, just simply taking off my glasses rubbing my eyes and um just some action right there. That's what I was doing. And she started talking to me about that. Well, her and her family are very much well aware that um, I do suffer from post-concussion syndrome. And um, 
I have been questioning about this very same fact with my son, whether if he does uh, have the same symptoms too, because he was diagnosed with ADHD. But we also know that when he was two years old, he hit his head pretty hard. And some of the symptoms that doctors would describe was not lining up with what he was going through. But once I had my head injury, I could relate with my son more. I understood what he was going through. And I started putting puzzle pieces together. It's like, you know, I'm wondering if my son has post-concussion syndrome too, or either that, just my head injury just made me more relatable to him. But I find it fascinating there that, that when you, when you talk to me about the neural lens or even coming on in, you, you invited me and my son yep. to come on by and to get our eyes checked, to check out this machine that, that uh, goes along with eye tracking. I know I've also expressed to you too, because I got excited. One of the other things that cued me in that my son could have post-concussion syndrome is that I got his eye test results back from the school. And I didn't notice the school had an eye tracking system in their eye exam. And I don't know if they really recognized that or not, <laughs> but they sent it back. It's like, Hey, your son needs glasses. And I looked at the numbers. I looked at the data. And it's like, I recognize this stuff from my own eye tests because I know my eyes are not lining up. Right. His were not lining up on the charts. I saw it on, on their report there. It's like, you guys know what you have. I talked to those teachers there and they didn't know what they had. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. And, and, uh, when we told you about that, when you're asking our story right there and you invited us on by, uh, we got to check out that machine right there. And it's very, very funky right there. Now, <laughs> it, it, it literally traces the eyes as to how they're lining. Now, not just how both eyes are facing right there, but if they're able to focus on an object. Right. Is that right? Yeah. So a lot of the times when people are in the machine, they will see a submarine first with a yellow pillar. Mm -hmm. The yellow pillar turns into a yellow target. And then you're trying to focus on that yellow target all the time. Now, granted, that yellow target may feel like it's moving to you, but in actual reality, it's not moving. What's happening is the machine is covering up your eyes to see how your eyes actually physically track. So in a normal eye exam, would tell you, hey, follow the pen here, focus here. We're checking to see how your muscles are. The next one we would do is put a pen or a picture or something for you to focus on. And then cover your eyes with, as everyone likes to say, a spoon. <laughs> Proper term is a cluder, but that's besides the point. Um, so we would cover your eyes back and forth and then we would see how they work, react. Now, sometimes we can stimulate it and see how your eyes will jump. Some people's eyes will go way off. Some are just like a little boop, boop. Just varies on person to person. This machine stimulates that to a higher extent. So the machine can take from 100 measurements to 200 measurements within two minutes. For me to do that, you could be looking at an hour in my chair just to do something like that. When you can go and sit at my little machine for two minutes doesn't cost anything to take a test. Why not? That's not a little machine. I put my eyes in some uh, eye machines there. That's not a little machine. So the original machine was like a behemoth. So this, th this is little. <laughs> okay. 
it's about like 40% smaller, they said. And even in the machine, um, they're always constantly updating like new types of pictures to stimulate your eye even more. Um, in the future, they're looking at putting another type of technology in it to help figure out how your peripheral is as well, too. Um, I know a lot of people are like, well, what's that got to deal with me? Well, patients who have had problems with vision overall or like constantly taking off their glasses. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, um, guilty. <laughs> but that's n- it's not just you. I actually have quite a few patients who are like, I'm just done with glasses. I don't want to wear glasses. So they go to contacts. Great. You're seeing beautifully in your contacts, but you're still getting headaches. Your neck's still stiff and sore. Dry eyes. A little vertigo, let's say. Now, people get those symptoms because of a particular nerve that's in the brain. Yes. Um, that has all that. What is that nerve? That nerve is called your trigeminal nerve. So it's called trigeminal due to the fact that you have three of them. Mm-hmm. And that nerve, I actually have a really cool picture, um, is connected to your eyes, sinus cavity, and also your jaw and teeth. And then it also connects to your C3 and C4 vertebrae. Now, one of my gentlemen from Neuralens told me, typically the average day person who has problems with eye alignment, you're already waking up with 80% of it pretty much full. So think about it as a glass. Okay, you're 80% full of water right now. Okay. Going throughout the day, Looking at glasses, uh, looking through your glasses, looking at TVs, monitors, reading, kids, 24-7 computers, technology, you name it. They're always constantly looking down. So are we. It's now in day technology. It, bad habits of iPhones <laughs> and iPads and Android devices there and... Uh... There's my iPhone right there. I'm just looking straight up at you. That's no, you're right. Do we when we look at the iPhone, it's pull the device and you're looking right on down there. And I know that has an effect on on the alignment, the pressure on the nerves and the right. effects that it has on the brain. So yeah. So the more and more you keep using all your senses that are connected to this, the more you're filling up that glass. To the point where that glass is a hundred percent and then gets overfilled. And it's like I'm done. <coughs> Sorry. I am done. I don't want to deal with you anymore. So where does it go? Typically, we'll send a pain somewhere, whether that becomes a headache, your eyes become dry, you get neck pain or stiffness in your neck, or you get any of your other symptoms, tired eyes, discomfort, any of those. Some other things that I'd like to point out. <coughs> so sorry. And this is with post-concussion syndrome there. This is what I've noticed about me. And it's not just tired eyes, but I suffer a lot from foggy brain. And I'm trying many different nutritional elements to help resolve that. And at times, it does work. And 
but at times it does not work and the fogginess is just very overwhelming and right. it becomes overwhelming. I have difficulty working and at times it can be debilitating um, to where I'm just sitting here and, and I'm just looking at a screen with blank face, blank face not <laughs> right. knowing what to do right there. It gets that bad. Um, so, and I know I know this has correlation with the eyes because there are certain eye exercises that I do that can help me get out of this. So not just nutrition, right? but um, when I was talking with you, you referred to them as uh, eye pushups. Yep. There's two different eye methods, eye exercise methods I know of. Uh, there's two sticks where you could just look back and forth at the sticks and, and of course not moving your head there, but right, moving just your, your eyes. eyes alone. And then uh, it's kind of like a joystick configuration back from the nineties. <laughs> right. Little pong. <laughs> <laughs> little pong up there. Yes. Uh, very similar to that right there, but you move your eyes really fast. Uh, mm -hmm. And then there's also the Brock test. I don't know why they call it the Brock test, but because it literally does push ups to the eyes where it has the string put up to your mm -hmm. nose and you have three B's that you actually have to make an X figure of and go through them slowly. That helps strengthens up the eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing things like that has also helped relieve uh, brain fogginess for me. And um, when you talk to me about the eye alignment right there and how these glasses work, it started making me think, what if this could really work for me? Yeah. So what what is the correlation? Now, you're just saying this is this can be for people every day. So it's not just people suffering from brain injuries or people who have ADHD. Right. But you're talking about people who yeah. have everyday living in this and who actually suffer brain health conditions yeah. as a result of their eyes. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. So um, NeuroLens has contoured prism. Normally prism is just straight up and down. So I give you a power of one. Okay, and that is just going to be solid one throughout the lens. Whereas the neuroprism is kind of contoured, so it like goes with the eye and it doesn't give it to you one all the way down. It actually gradually gives you what you need. So what you need in your distance is not the same of what you're going to need in your near. Let me see what I can do here, because. I know what you're talking about. I have and a picture. <laughs> no, please. I Because I want to show, I was about ready to pull up Google and then I was going to uh, pull up another picture here comparing the two like prism glasses that you're talking about and then also neural lenses. But yeah. Yeah. So, let's see here. I'm trying to see if I can find the bigger picture of it because they show it to it to where um, normal prism is just a solid like red line and the neural lens is blue. They love blue. <laughs> okay. So, as you can see here, we have a standard prism. And this is how the contour prism goes. So, it's kind of just shaping around. So, when someone sees through this, it's actually going to go with the eye. Instead of this, it technically goes with the eye. But it's just one solid prescription down. Whereas this one is going to go low to high for your script of what you properly need. Now, if you're at home, just simply go on Google and type in prism glasses. Prism glasses, is, you cannot miss them. No. <laughs> they are clear, defined lines after 
every two three centimeters or millimeters um not not too sure on the so the it depends on how thick of yeah. mount you need whereas even mine right now mm -hmm. i'm wearing the neuro lens um you wouldn't even know mine just look like a normal pair of glasses prism glasses you will know yes and not only will you know but the person standing in front of you is going to know you're wearing prism glasses right so especially when someone who has normal prism, you take them off and then all of a sudden you may notice that um, their eyes kind of go wonky. Mm. So it may be like they shake or they turn or anything like that. Whereas your neural ends, that won't happen. It just, you're back to how you were before them. I, I find it interesting as to how that uh, works out. Um, I didn't tell you the results of my son here since uh, we have gotten him Neuralins. In fact, you know, just for the sake of it. <laughs> He's a cute little boy. He's awesome. He's a cute little boy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see what I could do about sharing my screen here with you guys. You might see a little bit extra than what I'm intending, but you know, I'm fine with that. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, that is not the split screen that I was going for. <laughs> But you, you know what? Uh, um, you were actually looking at the live view right there but uh, of uh, what we were looking at. But here we go. For those of you that are watching to the pod, watching the podcast, let's try this again. There he is right there. That's my son, Jackson. That is the first day that he had just gotten the neural lens glasses. We were excited for him to get that. And they look like a normal pair of glasses. Yeah. The only difference that I see in this picture, if you look at the lens, the way that the light is refracting through the lens, you can see the wood behind there and it completely distorts the wood out of the picture of those lens. But that's really the only things you can tell. Yep. They look like a normal pair of glasses. Yes. And um, they're good looking on him. They're, they're incredible. And the thing is about him is that we notice a difference already and it's only been you probably have a better uh, view on two and a half weeks. I two think two and a half weeks has it been three yeah. weeks, four weeks. I was thinking yeah. somewhere around there. Well, yeah. okay. Um, we started noticing that he was a little bit more focused. He started to be less tired. Day one, when he put those glasses on, he said that he was curled up on a pew at uh -huh. church. Okay. At the end of the pew. And uh, that's when your mother brought and she brought the glasses with her to church <laughs> and, um, she brought the glasses, gave it to him uh, right after our first meeting. And he was curled up, tired, and he's been like that groggy. And yeah. that was his attitude for a lot of years. Sometimes he just doesn't want to deal with life. And he'll just check out by curling up and doing something. Um, well, not doing something, doing nothing. He'll just like yeah. And so as soon as he put those glasses on, he woke up. Um couple hours later he said my eyes aren't tired anymore and that was uh we didn't even know that that was a complaint for him yeah um and uh now up to this day well he went one day without wearing his glasses so last week on sunday was his first sunday not this last sunday but the sunday before was his first sunday where we allowed him not to wear glasses like okay if you want to take a break you can take a break yeah uh but he went a little longer than what we expected he started doing his really tired grogginess effect again and just checking out. I kept asking him, where's your glasses at? 
get your glasses on. We need to get used to those things. He got those glasses on and he started waking up again. He says, I'm not tired anymore. So um, I know it's not instant magic, but this is after a little period of time. Yeah. Noticeable difference as far as him waking on up. The other day, I was just talking with my wife. It's like, what have you noticed? Because he's his condition is so bad that we do um, part-time homeschooling with him. Mm-hmm. And the other part-time, we take him over to the public school to help cover special needs education parts that we have difficulty as parents covering. So yeah. my wife mainly teaches him. She said that ever since he started wearing those glasses, he started to read more. He was reading more books that he was interested in. Now, if he's interested in the subject, he's going to do it. Yeah. But what I'm noticing here too, he's becoming more of a normal boy, a normal child. That's incredible. And I never realized that a pair of glasses like this could have done something like that to him. And that's the crazy thing is everyone's like, oh, it's just a piece of glass. What's going to do for me? And just try it. Truthfully, um, go try to get tested. I know it's very limited in some states. Some states might not have it at all. Um, But find your nearest person who does have the test, truthfully, even if that means driving. You only get one set of eyes, one life. Why not make it to see the best you can in your life? You may not be symptomatic. Go see. Go see what it's like. Go see what we're talking about inside this machine. You see fish. You see things that look like Petri dishes. You see um, like a little coral reef. And it's just funny to see because you're just like, I'm not supposed to look at that, but I want to. (laughs) And granted, yes, if you have like vertigo and stuff like that, it can also help someone with that. Um, I know some people who have had TBIs um, or concussions, they will have vertigo and dizziness sometimes, whether it's I got up too fast or one thing moved in my direction. So... I'm kind of feeling funky. <laughs> so, or um, some people don't like crowding on a screen. So some things that we do like to do is show people a card that has a lot of stuff on it. And if you kind of like pull away, jerk away, we don't want that. It's no go. So we try to simplify it to see what you can actually see, whether it's in the near or the distance. Um I think I did this with you with the trial lenses I had and to see how you would react with more clutter with the lens on. And how did you see with more clutter with that on? Okay. So (laughs) now I get to tell you, this is going to answer your question because when you had me try the neural lens right there, Mm -hmm. I, I felt a physical shift in my eyes. Yeah. Now we already confirmed. I brought in my charts with you when you got, when I had my uh, head examinations there, especially with a functional MRI, I went deep with my. Yeah. Which was really cool. To see. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty cool charts there. So um, what it is right there is that um, I have never felt an effect of my eyes. Like there, you guys saw that I did have a misalignment still. Yep. 
And when you put the eyes on, I saw no difference in my vision, but I felt a physical movement in my eyes. And I did not know how to describe <laughs> the feeling that I was having. It was different. It was awkward. Yeah. Um, but there is, I do not recall about the crowding right there because sometimes this still happens up to me on this very day. Sometimes if I grow, go into a, a grocery store or um, any retail store chain, um, I will feel that crowdingness. I will feel like I, I will feel overwhelmed. And yeah. sometimes it can be so bad. I have to step out of the store. Or sometimes if I just have a mission to accomplish, I push myself through that store, but I am not comfortable walking through there. And it is a visual. Yeah. I never had that thing before until I've had post-concussion syndrome. Now, the the crowdingness, I don't remember my experience. Sometimes I have problems with my short-term memory. I'm sorry. That's okay. But I will tell you what I've noticed, though, since I have put those on. I did not see an immediate effect from that day, but I have recognized things differently and I see things differently. My eyes are absolutely annoying the crap out of me now. <laughs> I have tried the neural lens because I can see it now. Mm -hmm. I have questioned there where I'm still wearing these glasses. These are my prescription and these yeah. are the best that I can get from my eye doctor. Probably 2020. <laughs> 2020 vision. And the thing is, though, is that when I look at some digital clocks or when mm -hmm. I look at some objects a little bit in the distance, it almost feel it almost looks like it's splitting in two. And I kept on wondering, why is it doing that? Since I tried the neural lens, it is more obvious to me than ever before that objects are doing that there. And I'm keep on you have me second guessing my <laughs> life now on that. And so I, I am wondering is like, OK. My attitude when I first went on there, OK, I'm going to check this out. Check out this voodoo magic. I'm interested. <laughs> and when I left there and seen things differently in the world, I was like, what the heck? My wife, she took Jackson back for his initial exam to make it all permanent to get those glasses. She comes home after he gets his examination. First words out of her mouth. You need the neural lens. Like, it it's not a joke um, because the best thing is um, I'll pull up a case study here. Um, just one of our patients that we've had in the past, no HIPAA violation. Um, <laughs> everything's whited out. So when someone sees their results, I have your distance and your near. Um, now all these patients are different in how they physically saw things. Um, some have very high symptoms. Some are, Eh, symptoms. So when we're talking about how your eyes are aligned, they are generated with a green triangle and a red dotted line is your eyes. So when they get a results, this is kind of what it looks like. We have a solid green, green hotline here. I'm totally off the line. <laughs> so it goes here to here. And then you have a red dotted line that goes way up here. Okay, so this one. Yeah, I see it. You got the triangle sticking up uh, yeah. above the TV, <laughs> the image of the TV. There. Pretty much past the TV and hitting almost the words. They barely even touch. So what that means is in the distance, their eyes are not properly aligned. So then it checks the second portion of the half, which is your near. 
And you can see in your near is right here is your green. And this goes to your red dotted line. Never, ever touches. So when you're talking about it being kind of like doubled and stuff like that, um, best way I describe or ask a patient, do you feel like there's a haze around letters when you read? Or um, do you feel like there's two or they're pulling away? Some people uh, describe night driving. Okay. I hate night driving. I don't know about you, but I hate it. I prefer my husband to drive because I know he can see. <laughs> um, the headlights feel more like bursts for me before I had gotten my neural lens. Now they actually look like a headlight. And for me, it was because of how I saw. And I mean, I've had concussions. That's what happens when you're a little kid. You trip and fall, sneak into your mom and dad's bedroom and hit your head. Um, <laughs> it happens. I mean, I've had, I got brothers who played sports and everything like that. Truthfully, I should throw them on the machine, but and they're long gone hopeless some days. I, I, I think boys. she's being a little bit modest <laughs> on this one because you shared with me. This is also what got me interested in the neural is because you did share with me your concussion story on that. Yeah. But you've had more hits and incident incidences with your head than what I've had Yeah, where it's more like, wow, <laughs> you, you've definitely had uh, experienced more damage than what I've had. You've experienced stronger symptoms, than what I've had, and um, your, your life is a little bit challenging. So how has Neuralens changed that for you? So I was always a chronic headache person 24 yeah. seven from about 15, 16 years of long-term um, and got into car crashes, never our fault. So a lot of like whiplash and stuff like that has happened. Um, vertebrae problems. So just chalked it all up to that. Um, got older, got a uh, medical condition that we never knew about. And I would just start passing out in regards to passing out. I'd end up hitting my head on something. <laughs> so sometimes I'd get more headaches or I just get more dizzy. Always been light sensitive. I got blue eyes and very thin retina because let's face it, I'm blind without my glasses. <laughs> so <laughs> I would, I was like, let's test me, see what happens. I was like, okay. I was kind of skeptical, but I was also the person who did all the research to get this into our office because I had one very particular mentor that um, no longer is speaking, sad day, um, that told me about this. So for us to have actually be selling these, it's been four years since this has been on the market for private practices to sell. The doctor who originally created the lens had it years he was the creator why would he want to give it up but he saw the benefits in it so when i put the lenses on they put the trial lenses on me and i was like it's not gonna do anything sure put the lenses on immediately i saw something just by looking at the letters on the chart i was like well then <laughs> that's clear i was like Give those back. 
And he's, he laughed at me and told me I couldn't have them. Um, but we've had multiple cases in our own office who are chronic headache people, dry eyes. Some are just eye strain because got a lot of IT guys who are 24-7 on the computer. A lot of eye straining. Very minimal blinking on top of that because you have damaging Blu-rays going into the back. So you get tested, find out that this could actually help multiple IT guys too. Or when, no. Um, you're obviously IT. <laughs> well, not quite IT. I, I spend a lot of time behind the computer. I, I am an ad man. Okay. Um, an advertiser. But uh, yeah, Cl close enough. <laughs> a lot of technology. <laughs> a lot of technology still involved with it, yes. And coding too. So Credits to anybody who does that all day long. <laughs> but your eyes are being overworked with those muscles because you're constantly keeping your eyes turned in. So by the time you actually go and look up, your eyes are just tired and they're sore. Same with a kid. They end up being on that device so much. This is why schools are kind of irritating on our end too, because they're such technology based now. So we're trying to be like, get blue light, do this, do this. When in reality, it's like, well, let's go test you on a neural lens machine. See what happens for you. And see if there's more that can be done for your vision. More than just 2020 vision. Let's help your symptoms, truthfully. Let's get you seeing what it's like. I have a 20-year-old who saw 2020 severe headaches all her life. And then at one point, she's just like, eh, it's me. Whatever. And she's actually one of my worst cases here. She's got a really cool one. Um, let me find it. <laughs> so let's see here. Nope, that one's not it. Let's see what happens when I organize things. <laughs> hey, you're not doing so bad. You're actually doing pretty good there. And you have a lot of details that you're sharing. Valuable information here. Oh, there's your son. And you got my sons on you too. I, I wouldn't even mind if you were to show that. So. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, just to let you guys know, uh, looks like we got some questions on coming on in here. I just want to let you know, we will be answering those questions. Uh, we are acknowledging, um, I acknowledge that they are there. And so we will be addressing those, um, in a, we'll be addressing those shortly. So, um, if anyone else out there has questions, please, uh, feel free to ask and we'll see about, uh, getting them addressed here. Mm -hmm. And if not, maybe we We'll be able to even get those addressed uh, through the comments uh, over time because I do know that my audience tends to watch this um, later on too and not necessarily yeah. every episode live. Let um, me know. I get answers for you. <laughs> so this uh, poor 20-year-old uh, little girl, um, she never ever touched in her distance or her near. So she was 24-7, always seeing pretty much double all of her life. We put the trial lenses on her, whole new world. She was like, what was that? And she's like, I can see one for once. So she saw one of an R, a T, 
And because I have ones that say like vision and stuff like that. I told her to grab her phone because that was her life was her phone. And so she pulled up some texts and she was like, that's so much easier to read. Instantly, mom was like, you're getting them. No choice. Didn't talk to dad. Didn't know. Instantly. Here you go. And I was like, hey, it works. <laughs> it really does. So in relation to that, of course, my eye alignment is not as bad as that. That's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally making everything. You're, if you see two people, you see four. That's literally seeing two of everything. Yeah. Um, I will notice this just as you're bringing on up. I do see halo effects. Yeah. Now, when I first had corrective lenses, everything turned out to be crystal clear. The yeah. glasses did what they were supposed to be doing. Ever since I had gotten... Ever since I had my head injury, I've never been able to see crystal clear vision like that ever again. When you mentioned the halo effect or uh, like when things are splitting off right there, that's my vision. That's yeah. what I see. And um, I became more aware of it um, after I tried uh, the sample part of the or like test version of the neural lens out there. And so um, I believe it there. Correct, normal corrective lenses does not correct that. No. And so you do need specialized lenses. You do need specialized technology to help with that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there are therapeutic exercises that can help yep. realignment on there, just as I mentioned before. But we also have to acknowledge, we tried those therapeutic exercises with my son before we brought him back. It's like, yes, you did. The costs yeah. of uh, the glasses is phenomenal, phenomenally high. And we're going to touch on that here in just a moment too. Um, but um uh, we're, we're, we're thankful for grandparents. They, they pitched in to help make that possible. And it is a huge blessing for that. And, um, uh, but I can't remember where I was going with that there. Uh, now here I am, <laughs> You're okay. thing, but, uh, go, go ahead. And I would like to touch on the cost thing too. Yeah. So it's, just something that should be announced and stuff like that. Cause um, yes, there are exercises, um, but there are also specialty places that um, we do. It's called vision therapy. Mm -hmm. um, and it's typically, we call you a VTI patient afterwards, but it can help children who also have um, misalignments in their eyes too. They have like strabismus, lazy eyes, um, or in a lot of our cases, it's just a misalignment in the eye. Um, and so a lot of doctors who do vision therapy are also now having neural lens help to progress the process faster or just to make it to where in the long run, you don't have to have a forever crutch. So if you think about it, like you say you have vision therapy done, um, so you got your braces done. Well, now they come off, but you're still having a lot of your, your symptoms still, mm -hmm. but you can still see better. Um, so then that's where your neural lens could come into play. So it's kind of like having a retainer after your braces. Got to keep that smile nice and pretty. That makes sense. Kind of thing. So got to keep your eyes nice and straight. <laughs> that makes sense. Just as you were sharing that, I, I remember I was going to drive home about my son right there. When we gave him the eye exercises, it didn't work. Because when yeah. we took him back for the examination, it, it didn't budge a bit. Mm -mm. And it should have. Um, it, it budged for me. Yeah. And uh, 
but we're also talking about years difference uh, with him doing weeks difference, but even weeks difference, just one full week should have made a big difference with eye therapy. And that I know from personal experience and talking yeah. with other physicians on that, who's more familiar with this. And that's where like um, a lot of vision therapists are like, okay, so do the neural lens plus these exercises and it'll help. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, it's kind of like having that retainer to keep it constantly there for your eyes are like, okay, this is where I need to be. This is where I have to be. Whereas when you're doing vision therapy, you're doing so many exercises, which is great thing to do. Like if you get a chance to do vision therapy too, that can also help your vision. Um, But I know a lot of places who are like, go do this too now. That way you don't lose it in the long run. So now one of the things I need to drive home here, we are, we are running short on time here. Um, one of the things that we've noticed here, and I've not only noticed it with the neural lens, but my personal experience with uh, brain health recovery or even recovery from brain injuries, post-concussion syndrome, let's face the fact, it is traumatic brain injury. Yes. And um, what I deal with, and I still deal with, even though it's been over four years, I still have symptoms from, from yeah. uh, my traumatic brain injury. And I know you probably still do too. And so when I put on these glasses, I'm not going to expect it to be like the final fix but i'm going to expect it to help solve help in some areas there one of the things i've noticed though is that insurance companies is not as a gun-ho about covering brain injury recoveries right there like very severe right yes they're going to jump on it right there but if they say you're good enough if the doctor says you're good enough then insurance is not going to have anything else to do with you Right. And so if they say you can walk, you could talk, it doesn't mean you have to be functioning. It doesn't mean that you can work and perform. It just means if you can walk and talk, you're good enough. We're sending you on your way. We don't care about anything else. Well, when it comes to providing food on the table for your family, it makes a big difference on yeah. having that appropriate recovery right there. Um, thankfully, I had a settlement from the car accident that helped pay for uh, my recovery. Otherwise, insurance would not have touched me at all whatsoever. Right. I've noticed that with Neuralens. It could be one of two things. Neuralens is still young. You said it's four years old. Yep. Okay. But so far from what I've seen with my own son, listening to the stories and looking at those charts, not just looking at that, but actually talking with psychoneurologists, neurologists, and um, uh, neuroscientists uh, over at the Cognitive FX there. Yeah. They know about the eye alignment here. I'm not sure if they know about... Um, the Neuralins, uh, I think that they are aware of the prisms. I need to go back and talk to them some more. I'm very interested in that. But this is something, when it comes to brain health or brain recovery right there, whenever mm-hmm. it comes to that, it seems like insurance wants nothing to do with it. Yeah. What, what problems do you have with that? So anytime that comes to like vision or um, like certain medical things, um we don't make the guidelines. So typically a lot of our guidelines are based off of what Medicare says. So if Medicare doesn't see things that um, certain prescriptions should be available, then so be it. Um, healthcare is a whole crazy ball field. Um, yes, NeuroLens is a newer technology. Do I really see it as insurance will help in the future? 
probably not because that's actually going to have to be um, the Neuralens company going to insurances, getting approval um, to even be help funded for anything. And then um, the amount of money that is taken versus getting kind of cuts the purpose they would feel of why this lens is so important. So let's say you have a pair of glasses that are $600, okay? By the time insurance is done, it comes to $250, whatever insurance you have. Um, You pay $250. Insurance will typically only give varies on insurance, but sometimes it's only $120. Then you get the bill from the lab, which varies on what everything we did. Let's say it's $175 after lab fee. So already your $250 you took, you paid, paid for some of my lab bill, but then the cost of the frame on top of that. So whatever that is, it's, dwindles down to what's the best outcome also for private practices because they're not selling this to box offices or anything. It is private practice only. So you can't go to Walmart. You can't go to like vision works or anything to get this. It has to be a private practice. So they're trying to look out for the smaller people (laughs) Um, to help them and help people who actually want better care in their eyes. And that's how they look at it. So just a reminder, the eyes are interlinked with the nervous system of the body and the brain. Yes. If your eyes are not functioning appropriately, it puts a lot of pressure on those nerves. puts a lot of processing pressure on the brain. I know it. I feel the processing power of my brain since I've gotten post-concussion syndrome. I know when it works. And uh, it, it's a different feeling on having every day. Yeah. But I know if you don't take care of your eyes, if you don't get those lined up right there, it can really, um, it could really be hampering to everyday living. And like you point on out, not your everyday person knows about this. Right. And they just think it's just part of normal day of life. It's, it's just part of their health. They're just sleepy or it's just something, but it's, it's something that can, that's chronic, something that happens quite often. And if it happens quite often, something's off. You have to ask questions, just not accept it as normal everyday living. Yeah. All right, Kristen, I really appreciate you coming on by. I have, looks like we got uh, questions right here in the chat board there. And uh, Mar- Maria, she is definitely <laughs> interested in this. And so <laughs> let's see if we can get some things, a uh, question for, or get some answers, uh, get some answers for her. And just remind you, uh, go ahead, shoot in the uh, chat box right now if you have some questions yourself. If not, please leave a comment in the video if you're watching this not in uh, the live feed or even on any. You can go to anchor.fm, send a message to me through there. You can send an audio message there. I'll get that message back to Kristen, and we'll get you back some answers there. And um, so let's... uh, Let's start on the first one here. Maria, wow, she said, wow, such a smart young lady. <laughs> Thank well, you. Well, I, I went and uh, yes, visual aids, fantastic. Okay, I'm not going to read everything that you're having, but you do got a few questions here. Okay. Would these be good for someone who has PTSD, anxiety, 
lazy eye. So I don't know much with the PTSD, but I have had a couple of patients who have anxiety, but those anxieties are due to what things have triggered your anxiety. So if it is to help make that, as we put it, the trigeminal nerve, not so full, then try it. Um, lazy eye, yes, 100%. Um, my mom will testify to this. She has one, and she cannot cross her eyes anymore. She physically cannot with her glasses on, and she yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she, whenever she was, um, on the ranch and stuff to point a gun, she would have to aim off a little bit for her to use it because of it. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 we're experiencing some technical difficulties here. Uh, yep. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Here. You guys, I'm dealing with some newer technology here before we go on into there. We got my <laughs> wide eyed moment right there. My camera just failed on me. There's nothing I could do to fix it except uh, for restarting the program. We're in the middle of this. I can't do it, but we're almost done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my wide eyes in reaction to where your mom is having vision problems, can't cross her eyes, and she's aiming the shotgun. I don't think I want to be in her range. <laughs> well, she was a great shot anyways. Um, but ever since she had the Neuralens, she could not cross her eyes. So she was like, I can actually physically shoot straight now. I can physically see things the way they're supposed to be. Okay, as long as she's wearing her neural yeah. lens. Okay. There, there you and go. she's Otherwise not we'll forcing her eye to stay in that position, which a lot of people who have lazy eyes, they learn how to like make it go. Okay. So they train their eyes like pretty crazily. Well, I better take, you know, better get a strong emphasis on this one here. <laughs> there you go. Screenshot for YouTube. We'll, we'll just put it right back on here. All right. So the next one that Maria asked, she says, how about individuals in front of a computer or IT individuals? And I believe you did answer that one earlier. Yeah. So I had actually a RIT um, gentleman who had multiple problems, headaches, everything like that. I just did it for the heck of it and said, hey, I got a new uh, machine. Do you want to come check it out? Because he's an IT guy. He likes new things. Um, so I tested on him. He's like, what does that do? <laughs> so I told him everything about the neural lens and how it helps people. And he's like, well, I got a lot of those symptoms. What's it say? <laughs> and so he was actually a candidate. Um, we put him in the lenses and he wears them 24 seven anytime he's on the computer. So, yeah. Okay. Now, next one there, wide eyed moments. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is going to be my my picture here there you uh, go. to finish off here. But we got one more question. How does someone find out if they are a doctor and has this test or where is it located in their state or is it in Nebraska only? It is not in Nebraska only. Um, you can actually go onto NeuroLens's website themselves and it is literally NeuroLens's. Um, so N-E-U-R-O. L-E-N-S.com, narrowlenses.com, and you can find a provider that is near you. If you're in Nebraska, come see me, though. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Just, just reacting off <laughs> Oh, man. Perfect timing for when the equipment just has to fail on. <laughs> it, it was perfect timing. <laughs> oh, man. Kristen, you are awesome. I thank you very much for coming on my show. 
and for sharing uh, the effects on this. And uh, you know how to press buttons, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can we trade seats real quick? Sure. I like my microphone so much there, but I don't know if I could really stay in this <laughs> this kind of view to finish this thing off. But uh, here we go. Let's let's just go ahead and turn it over here. Let's switch seats. Okay. <laughs> what the? I'm going to tell you what color button to press here. The color of a button. Okay. Hey. So here we are. Um, I just want to make sure that I'm looking at you guys straight on and you're not looking at my wide eyes right here. But uh, I'd like to thank Kristen uh, Sidal for coming on board. Um, tell me about the Neuralins. This is very relevant to brain health. And in fact, it goes along with my mission statement. I want to bring more people on by who know more than me, who can tackle different areas of brain health on this, whether if it is through post-concussion syndrome, through ADHD, and perhaps, you know, if I can learn a little bit more about PTSD, because that's all in the head too. And we're not just talking about PTSD as like a mental thing. This is physical changing of the brain. And we got to look at the brain as an organ and not just a process of thoughts. And so we have to treat it well. We have to give our body respect. And so when we do, we will absolutely rock out in our thought process on this. So I'm David Pearson. You're watching Inner Pursuit, and I am your brain health advocate. Kristen, please do me a favor and hit that red button. Thanks for watching. Red, red button. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, I pushed it. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta give that. I was like, I told you, next hard red. <laughs> a little hard, but yeah. Um, uh, no, these are um all kinds of patients that I've had. So, yeah, we got twenty year olds, seventeen year olds, eighteen year olds.